We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more effective results than ever before. They should expect the same from their education, too. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format allows you to set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move faster through your program. So the faster you move, the more money you save. When you're ready, we'll be here. Visit capella.edu for a trial course at no cost to you. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are it's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Bellum, Brazil, where the UFC is coming, we are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about, but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We're No Holds Barred Radio. We talk about everything on its time. News, politics, current events, UFC, sex, drugs, rock and roll. And I've got my co-host, Sammy Phillips on, our special once a month co-host. Here she is. Hi, Sammy. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities. Up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. Should I say Hi. The beautiful, the sensual Sammy Phillips. And we also have the beautiful, the sensual TJ DeSantis, my co-host. Hi, everybody. How are you? Good. I'm, I'm great. Oh, are you, TJ? I'm, I'm so beautiful, I'm not even on camera. That's uh, okay. We've got beauty and the beast. <laughs> Sammy, the beauty versus the beast. Whoa, what happened? What was that? Sa- Sammy's like? so mad that I'm not on camera. I'm sorry, Sammy. It's all about you today. Why Why am I on camera? Can't we switch places? No, no, it's going to be a split what? screen. It's you, it's me, TJ in the background. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, want to kinda... you want to switch spaces, Sammy, you can drive to Rancho Cucamonga and hang out in my new studio. Come on over. Yeah, brand new studio, Sammy. Brand new. Brand new. Congratulations, TJ. All right, guys. Let me get a couple things off in the beginning of the show. Uh, our uh, host, which is GasDigital.com. Uh, basically, they are the ones where you can go and you can watch the show on video. Please go check it out. That's GasDigitalNetwork.com. Also, too, everybody's been asking me where they can get the It's Time shirts. And, of course, you have to go to the GasDigitalNetwork.com website. You get your shirts, your hoodies. It's all right there. They're kind of flying out the door. I got the report, which is really cool. Now I want the check. Just kidding. No, I'm not. Hey, guys, <laughs> really quick. On my end, Bruce, you're frozen in this very perplexed uh, facial expression. 
Um, I don't see you. I don't see TJ. I see nobody, but I hear you. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter what's on your end. It only matters what's on my end, and I'm selfish, and the listeners only care about me. So you look amazing, Sammy. That's that's all that matters. How is your end? I can't see me. I can't see me. I can't see what I look like either. Everybody's listening to the fact that you can't see yourself. (laughs) When when will she ever, like, take us for our word and not that we're just, like, trying to flatter her? Sammy, you're beautiful. Stop worrying. I'm gonna make no, most I'm of. I'm worried, but I would like to. I can't see anything. Baby, you don't have the button on your screen that allows you to see the little window in your Skype screen. No, 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 no. I'm gonna. You keep talking. I'm gonna take a picture and show you. It um, doesn't matter, guys. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. We stop see, it. We can see you, and you look great. Why stop we, it. You look great. Let, let's stop right, wasting let's, the listeners' ahead. time with tech like, issues. I, you guys. Okay, I'm, we're on, we're live. We're on the air worldwide. Let's move on, Sammy. You look beautiful. Would you like me to take a picture of you and show you how you look? Okay, and I'm going to text you the picture I took of you. Okay, I'm going to do this right now. Let me get on the thing I'm going to fire both of you from your own radio show. (laughs) There she is, Sammy. Give me a smile, baby. Uh, There we are, Sammy. I'm sending it to you. Wow. Let's keep our co-host happy. All right, here it comes, Sammy. Boom. Yeah, oh DJ. How beautiful you look. There you are. Okay, I'm now sorry. can I move on? While you're looking at the picture, let me finish the top of the show real quick. Go. Boom. Go. Audio recordings, video recordings, championship introductions, weddings, you name it. Podcast intros. TJ, I'm getting a ton of podcast uh, intro podcast. Uh, orders. Uh, All this stuff all is coming in through BruceBuffer.com. Very excited about it. They've all been done. We had a record month in January, the biggest month for voiceovers. Come into BruceBuffer.com. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for your thank you notes. And I did a ton of weddings, but I do a ton of weddings every year. I did T-shirts. I did that. Um, go to Gas Digital Network. I think I'm done. Let's start the show. Hi, Sammy. Real quick. UFC, Belém, Brazil, this weekend. Going to be a really exciting show. I am sorry to all my Brazilian friends down there who've been writing me. Am I coming? No, I am not coming to Belém this weekend. I am going to Perth, Australia next Wednesday. I would apologize to all my friends in Brazil, but... The great show is down there. It's the UFC. Have a great time. I'll be there in spirit. Now, next. In Sammy, you might have heard this too. It's the Rousey Report. Ronda Rousey has signed her contract with the WWE, and she is going to now be official a WWE superstar, future superstar. So I can imagine the millions they're probably giving her a year. Good for her. Grab it. They can afford it. Um, she flew back from shooting mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg in Columbia to make a surprise visit last week. Uh, she came out, she did her thing in Philadelphia. The crowd went wild. History's in the making in the world of professional entertainment wrestling. I think I'm okay when I say that. And you know what? I don't really watch WWE, but I'm going to watch when Ronda comes on and maybe I'll be doing something else. I don't know. So, what do you think, TJ? Um... So this is the perfect spot for her, I think. Uh, She is a polarizing individual. She is a natural-born heel, uh, meaning, you know, she can kind of be the bad guy, which some people love and some people hate. Uh, You know, she's obviously there because she's, you know, quote-unquote the baddest woman on the planet, uh, the single best uh, women's mixed martial artist to date. Uh, I think she's going to be challenged by Chris Cyborg if she's not already dethroned by Chris Cyborg. But here's my thing, Buff. If she's going to make her, you know, WrestleMania debut coming up in March and they're cashing in on her UFC factor – you got to be there, right? Like, I, I expect that they've already booked your flight to WrestleMania to say, and the former 
UFC Women's Bantamweight Champion, Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey. Yep. 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 Um, Not yep that I'm going to be there. I didn't mean that. Not yep that a plan has been booked. Uh, It's a great idea. It's an idea that's crossed my mind. But it's not always. First off, the idea will only happen if it happens in their minds. So all I can say is that there's been a couple of interesting conversations. Um, Nothing is set. I'm just more happy about Rhonda. But if I was asked and invited to do a pair of WrestleMania to walk out with her, I have have stated on the show many times I am not interested in being a WWE announcer. I am the UFC announcer. I am the real fighting. I like real fighting sports. That's my world. It's been my world my entire life. I'm not going to leave it. But I would love to take a little weekend trip and blow that place up for Rhonda if I was requested. And we'll just leave it at that. I'm very excited about Rhonda. And speaking about Vince McMahon, Sammy, remember the XFL football team? The yep. XFL is coming back. Vince no. McMahon, yep. Vince McMahon has announced, it's official, that he's bringing back the XFL. And they, he already been talking like Tim Tebow or Tebow or Tebow? Tebow. Tebow to, uh, you know, be in the thing. Uh, he has interesting rules about this, though. Here's the thing. I like this. He made the announcement last Thursday afternoon that they're going to launch it in 2020. They're going to focus on a more exciting football with zero political distractions. What I mean by that is all players will be required to stand for the national anthem. Yeah. Saying wow. he has a, Now, this is what I like. Here's what I like. Eight teams, 40-man rosters, nobody, nobody with a criminal background will be eligible to play. Wow. He says the quality of the individual matters as much as the quality of the play. When asked specifically about three players, Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow, and Colin Kaepernick, he danced around Johnny and Colin but extended an invitation to Tebow. So let's see what happens. going to be interesting how that works out. I think I remember correctly Donald Trump was involved in that back in the beginning, another another failed business that he he was involved in. Um, And now he's going on to bigger and Hopefully better things. I hope, I hope, I pray. So let's see what happens there. Now, the next thing that's happening in sports, this is interesting. The Cleveland Indian baseball team, they're dropping the Chief Wahoo logo from their uniforms. It's about time. It's about time. It's It's the most racist logo in all of sports. I mean, if you don't know what it is, if you're sitting there thinking about what uh, logo we're talking about, it's the red-faced Native American with a feather and he's smiling. And to me, it is always uh, symbolized uh, to me. I hate to say it, but like when I see it, I think of a of a drunk Native American because incredibly red faced, smiling, uh, has the feather. It, it's it's not a good look. It's it's something that has been terrible uh, my entire life. And I think Bruce, I don't know if this is in the story that you're reading. Um, but I think that they. Uh, oh, I don't read. I don't read. I don't read. This is all in my head. You know that. But they 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 minimalized uh, the usage of the logo the last few years. I think they only wore that cap on like Sunday afternoon home games. So it's been you know on its way out. They've been phasing it out shortly uh, for the last couple of years. But uh, yeah, it's good. Finally, finally gone. It's good. It's finally gone. But you know, then the other question is, Sammy, what about the Washington Redskins? That's the other thing. My brother Michael's always been talking about this for years. When is the Washington Redskins going to drop it? There's no word about that. They've actually been in court over this issue. So the Redskins will continue to use the name of the logo, showing the profile of a Native American. We live in a very sensitive society, very PC, Me Too movements, all this stuff. Everybody be treated as they should be with respect. 
I say the Washington Redskins drop that logo. I'm yeah. Sure. Hey, real quick on that front, uh, my buddy Dave Andres, who's one of our uh, key uh, people at Invicta, he's come up with the best solution for the Washington football team to just change their name to the Washington Americans. If they change their name to the Washington Americans, you don't even need to change the logo because you're paying homage to the indigenous people here of uh, the the United States. So uh, I think they should do that. If, they, if they're really – married to keeping the logo because the the Redskins logo is just a Native American uh, profile. It's not really anything that is overly racist like the Cleveland Indians uh, logo. I'd be fine with them keeping the logo if they changed the name. I think the name of the Washington football team, the Redskins, that's where the the problem lies. I agree. I agree. I agree. Now let's go on to something that might make Sammy jump out of her chair. Uh Uh, (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay. No jokes. Uh, Basically, President Trump, State of the Union I speech. I, I know. I'm, give me one minute, and then you can fly, okay? <laughs> I watched it, and this is my honest well, – I'm always honest. This is my opinion. Academy Award performance. A cat give the man, A cat give, to me. Give, <laughs> a cat to me. A cat to me. Give the man an Oscar. Now, due to the tweets all this last year, everything that's happened – I feel that Donald Trump is not creating unity. He's creating division in this country and that you know, all the ups and downs. Talk, I've never seen, as we all know, I've never seen talk show hosts and people make fun of the president, comment, not even care about the repercussions or what he could tell the FBI to do to them behind the scenes. Everybody's just saying their words. It's total all over. So what happened on Tuesday night after this, I say good job. He was probably somebody got in his ear or he got in his own ear and looked in the mirror and said, I better come out differently. Creating unity, the calmness. I must say that the plants of all the stories of the people in the audience, now I'm not praising him on this, beautiful stories. I was very touched by the Americana of these stories and the beautiful patriotism that was there. But all in all, it was a happy job. Sorry. I I know he's still still Donald Trump. It's a a show. He's the greatest showman on earth. Academy Award. Academy Award. This this was... this was to play to the bass strings, seriously. Like, oh, here we're gonna put this little family and this little captain and this little person on a pedestal, and everybody's gonna get up and clap. It was ridiculous. Sorry, well, it, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. The respect you're I mean, talking no about. No disrespect to those people. They're yeah, very no disrespect. You know, no, no disrespect no, to no. people. The shenanigans, though. I mean, can the guy just make a fucking speech? Just make a speech, a heartfelt, real speech. You don't have to read it off a teleprompter. Some five people didn't write it for you. You don't have to point out poor people in the audience. Just be a fucking president, dude. And and, and be one that brings people together. Seriously. When is he going? Jesus Christ. When is he gone? Approximately three years. Oh, God. It's not soon enough. Approximately three years. Now... I'm going to give an example of something that's going on. I, I, the man takes credit for things that were already in place in the Bond oh, administration. Oh, yes, like the economy. The economy going forward. I must admit my portfolio, everybody's portfolio is doing incredible, except for the other day it went down 400 points, which was because of a certain story. That's a little too much to go into right now. I'll give you an example. Uh, he kept a promise to an industry that only employs 60,000 miners to their families and communities uh, that you know basically voted to Trump. Uh, that basically he says he saved the coal industry 
and he did all this. He regulated to protect water, air, job safety, or be eliminated by the thousands while cancer still grows. Do you know that minor deaths doubled during his first year in office? The, the, he went to doubled? do this, but the coal mine doubled. Coal miner deaths nearly doubled in the first year. Okay? Can I just ask you why he wants us reliant on coal? I don't think I'm really knowledgeable enough to answer that question. I mean, I'm getting solar panels put on my house, but that's just for electricity. Coal is still a major source, to my knowledge, for heating and for people. It's still a major, major import-export product. I mean, nobody uses fucking coal. Sorry. You know what? Some, somebody Google it. Somebody Google like how, where's coal use. Somebody tweet me at the single life. Have you motherfucking coal? Curious. Just curious. I don't put coal in my fucking stove. I don't put coal in my car. Where Where does the coal go? I. Yeah. No, that's the only fucking place coal goes. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, you know, you know, he's he signed some bills, including environmental issues. We talked about that he signed the bill where people can now bring ivory into the country. Uh, and, another, and, and, and elephant heads. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one which bothers the heck out of me, as we discussed before. The EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, announced that it's withdrawing a plan during his administration to suspend environmental protections in an area of Alaska that's home to the world's most valuable salmon fishery. Okay. When I say most valuable salmon fishery, it supposedly supplies about something in the area of 80% of the salmon that's eaten in the world, the wild sockeye salmon. They reversed this because they wanted to create mining for gold and um, copper, I think it is, right? Because if they did this, it would be irreversible that that 80% that's being fed, that half the salmon industry would go away and never be able to come back. It would just completely wipe it out, right? The ecosystem. So somebody put on the brakes, they reversed it, and it's not going to happen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for not making it happen. But hey, why was it going to happen? I think he's lining the pockets of his rich pals, and he's doing things like the tax cuts that only benefit his rich pals. One thing on tax cuts. I I would like to see... What? I'm cutting off. I'm cutting you off. I said I wouldn't do that. Go ahead. You go ahead. You, you. One thing on tax cuts, there was one line in this speech that kind of, I, I didn't get it. He said, and now, in so many words, people earning $75,000 a year will save $2,000 in taxes. That way, their taxes will be cut in half. Uh, if you make $75,000 a year, you got to pay roughly 28% of taxes under the current regime, which means you're going to pay around $20,000 in taxes. So if you're going to save $2,000, is that cut in half? No. I don't get, I don't get the math. He's also, not good with math. Also, too... $75,000 a year, I got to imagine, is like upper middle class in this country right now. Like that's – I think that, that's median, not, median comes around 60, I think. I mean that's just not – what is Sammy doing? Hey, what are you doing, You got a Sammy? cat. Cat. Let, me see, let, us see the, let us see the famous cat. Come on. Where's your kitty? Hey. I, oh, I didn't I, mean that. Hey. There, I, is cat, this locker room cat, talk? Cat. What are you doing? It's, You're going to get you impeached. Oh, wait. No. You might get elected uh, the president the actually. Be, I'm going to get a Me Too movement call. Sorry. Oh Who wants to see my kitty? Oh Your cat. God. I, I just saw him. They were right behind you. He was over there on the window. Beautiful. I don't see any kitty. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm screwed. All right, got it. Okay. okay How much okay. longer are we um, on the air? Like, in totality, like 20 more minutes and then the show's done? I think that's what it is. It's great knowing you, All right, everybody. Let's get in. 
let, let's get into where Sammy's world and President Trump meet on a on a night sometime after, well, recently. Stormy Daniels. Oh, okay. why you think that that's the oh. correlation? Segue between Trump and Stormy <laughs> Daniels. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, she's getting all this publicity for her alleged reported tryst with uh, with President Trump, and I forget her porno uh, actress. Stormy Daniels. Yeah, but the other girl that's saying that oh, they called Kevin. her that night. Yeah, and, and he could hear Trump in the background. And then she said that, reported that she told her that uh, it was kind of a weird sight with Trump chasing her around the room in his tidy whities Remember that line? But then she goes on Jimmy Kimmel in these shows, and she's making bank doing her thing now because this is a burst. You know how this works. you got to capture the moment. No matter what industry you're in, you got to capture the moment. She's doing it. But she goes to Jimmy Kimmel, and she denies it. And it's reported that she received $130,000 from Trump's attorney when he was running for president to squash it and stay quiet. But she goes on the show. People are saying this. And when she's asked the question, she just stays mute. To me, that means she signed the, the agreement not to talk about it. So okay. she's working around being quiet and still making the best of it from it, as she should. So what do you think? Okay. So here's the deal. She did interviews way prior to this This. Are you waiting to say the yeah. Bob? Just I was talk. trying to find a nice word for him. I thought maybe you signed an NDA there, Sammy. I don't know what happened. Before this idiot ran for office, she did handfuls of interviews going back to 2011 about her tryst with Donald Trump. One of them is on a website called The Dirty. And in it, she describes his small penis, um, you know, various things about uh, his lovemaking, um, and goes into great detail. So these interviews are already out there from the point where they allegedly paid her off. She's not allowed to discuss details, but there are other interviews that are out there with her account of it. So from this point forward, you can't say anything. Whatever's out there, they can bring it up and you just look like mute. So um, I'm very good friends with Alana Evans and if you guys go to my Instagram, Sam's Pajama Party, you'll see a picture of me and Alana from the AVN convention in Vegas, which I just got home from. And she's a, a terrific human being, Alana. And Stormy cannot do the interviews, but Alana's not under any non-disclosure and uh, can talk about her part of the participation, which she's been doing. So he wanted a three-way with those two, basically. Okay, I have no problem. While, while Melania was pregnant with the little child, Baron, and allegedly he was having affairs with other women. So this is why this Melania can't fucking stand him. She can't stand him. And she's roped into this loveless, robotic Stepford wife marriage. Poor little thing. Yeah, she is a little Stepford wifey. You know, but beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But Stepford wife. Gorgeous. Yeah. Those of you that don't know what we mean, look up the movie Stepford Wise, read the review, you'll get an idea. Um, yeah. I have no problem with him having a tryst with a porn star. I have a problem with him being a married man fooling around on his wife, as I've always talked about. It's one of the reasons I've never been married. I've almost been divorced twice. I will not, in a committed relationship or marriage, I don't get married or be committed to fool around. I'm with my wife. Okay, that's what's supposed to be, right? Although this happens all the time. We know that. But it's just the, it's just the smudging and the burying and the and the lying if it's taking place. And when you're a public figure, these news come out. He didn't do anything bad in the world of man meets woman, even man meets two women. It's just the whole nature of where we're at and the payoff, the payoff. So how come 
how come Bill Clinton, and I understand he was in his office when he did things and so on and so forth, but like the outrage from the Republicans and both sides really um, over his indiscretions cost him his presidency. What the, where the fuck is this orange Oompa Loompa's fucking ramifications for his actions? Where is his consequences? It, like he said, it, it, does he have to go out on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and still nothing will happen to him? Like Teflon Don, are we really going to call this jackass Teflon Don where nothing, every bullet just pachoom, pachoom, water slides off him like a fucking duck? I don't There's get a it. difference. There's a difference. What's the difference? This is a tryst that happened before he became president of the United States. Bill Clinton did what he did when he was in office, in his office. There's a difference. I he did it with an A that works with him. The He's character, the character of a man. Character, is a character, character does it. not cause impeachment. Character does actions cause impeachment. His character has already been established before all the people that went out and supposedly voted for him, which is still in question. Is, is that really how he got elected? But it's not about his character. We know his character. It's questioned every day in the news. It's action. It's actions that would create impeachment, unless I'm wrong. TJ, Sammy, am I wrong? Actions or character? Come on. Well, clearly it's actions, but I think character has something to do with it. Well, it has to do with the fact it, that you're upset all the time. Well, here's the thing. Character is generally <laughs> what gets you elected or not elected president of the United States of America. Now, for whatever reason, character didn't get in the way of him becoming president. I don't know if you would Russia to conclusions on how that happened or uh, did I really mix that in so well that no one no one got that joke? Really? I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't get I was sipping. My I, I said, I said, yeah, I oh, my I, God. I, I scripted. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let me start over again. Please. Character generally dictates whether or not you will be elected president for whatever reason. That. that didn't yeah. happen this time. I don't know if you would Russia to conclusions on why or why not. Get it? Russia to conclusions? Russia? I got it. Russia. That, that I got. Jesus. That I got. That I got. God! I got am it. I the only intelligent human being on the show? I got it. I got it. Wow, Sammy. Yeah, Russia to conclusions. <laughs> Russia I, to conclusions. Come I'm not on. guffawing. I got it. It Come was cute. Come on. I don't get, I don't get clever, more clever than that. Damn it. Yes, That's, you do. Okay. That was clever. All right. Now, speaking of, we're going to get away from the president because we can't help it. We can't get away from the president, but we're going to get away from Sammy, do you have anything more to say? Um, um, president Trump, please go right ahead. You have the floor for 30 seconds. What do you want to say? One, two. That's what I have to say about him. Okay, good. There we go. Now, see this? This is called a cup of coffee. Get this, guys. I've read... So You know how you read, this is good for you? Aw, it's a kitty. Kitty. Okay. <laughs> you know how hey, you read... You wanted to see this shit, TJ. <laughs> I was purring. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh I thought you were right. growling. <laughs> okay, guys, listen, listen. You know how you read, I've read that coffee is great for you. I came out reports last year, the coffee. Now another report came out. California is now going to maybe come out with a cancer warning on coffee. What? Drinking coffee. Yep. California coffee shops are soon going to be forced to warn the customers about possible cancer risk lead leading, you know, from their morning jolt to Java. The state keeps a list of chemicals that it considers possible causes of cancer. And there's a chemical in coffee, which might not be in like some of the butter coffees and, you know, those coffees out there uh, that like Joe Rogan drinks and I drink and stuff that are really, really 
really healthy coffees. It's called acriclamide, which is in most of the coffees. It's created when the coffee beans are roasted. You know that you know that actually if you burn toast too much, that's it's actually potentially cancer. Well, any, anything that is burnt like has carcinogens in it. Yes, exactly. So I, maybe that's what this is part of. So now when you buy a cup of coffee, uh, they're putting a lawsuit for it. They want to post warnings about it, about the risks of it. If the suit's successful, you're going to see signs on coffee in California. That's their next step. I'm all about being healthy. And if that's the case, then they have to do it. Have you guys ever been to Asia? Uh, I've been to Macau. Yeah. Have you been to London? You ever see the cigarettes and those warnings they put on the cigarettes over there? I mean, with lungs opened up and black, and just the grossest pictures you can see right on the packages of cigarettes when you buy mm-hmm. them, you know, yeah. which, which I have no problem with, right? I have no problem with that at all. Oh, Someone has a problem with you. Who is it? Well, is that Vince? Is Vince calling now to get your book for WrestleMania? I'm not going to talk about it, guys. I'll take it that call. Vince, it was Vince, Sammy. I'm not going to. All right. It's a precedent being sent, guys. This is, we, we all know about cyberbullying. Big problem with a lot of kids. Um, in uh, two students in Panorama, uh, Panama City Beach, Florida, have been arrested. Two 12-year-old middle school students because they were cyber-talking after the suicide of another student, okay? It's going to set a precedent this comes through. Now, cyberbullying or talking about it is horrible. We know that most kids have their faces so buried in the screens. We've talked about this on the show, how communication is going to hell in a handbasket in this country and how great technology is. It's a real double-edged sword here. But police said that they looked at their cell phones, they looked at social media accounts, which let, Sammy just has something, they led them to interview the two children. And TJ, the, the kids have been arrested. 12 years old. Wow. 12 years old for the cyberbullying. This case goes through. Um, the good part about it is maybe it'll it'll set it it will set the precedent that'll prevent this, but a lot of kids are not aware of it. There could be a lot more arrests as a result of it. It'll be interesting to see how this case comes out. Next, another horrible case. We have some tough subjects to talk about here. This was a big story last week. Um, the siblings that were allegedly starved, shackled, taunted with food. Uh, the 13 starving children they found in that house. Yeah, in Paris, yeah. Paris, California, Paris. which is not actually far from uh, where I'm at right now. This is one of the most horrific stories I've ever heard in my life. I know you're familiar with it, aren't you, Sammy? I mean, only being able to shave, excuse me, shave, not shave, shower once a year, shackled to their beds, putting pies out for them to stare at while the, while the parents ate them. Uh, they're investigating the possibility of abuse in, in different ways, which you can possibly imagine. And how do they get away with this? They, at first off, 13 kids. What I'm not clear on, did she give birth to every one of these children? Oh, they they're, they're thinking that maybe he banged around with the oldest ones to make the youngest ones. I read. So disgusting. So, And you look at their faces. I mean, 18-year-olds that are in the physicality of 10-year-olds and so on and so forth, give or take a few years. You know, they look like, in, in essence, that like a 16-year-old. I don't know the exact age. I forget what I read in the article. But supposedly were malnourished and not grown and had the physicality and uh, of like a seven-year-old. And also, too, when they were asked about policemen, some of them didn't even know what a policeman was. Oh, man. You know? It's just it's just so... There's Obviously, there's a movie script being written about this right now. You know somebody's going to do a movie on this. Oh, yeah. This is a very horrific story. I feel bad for these kids. These two should be locked up and put away. And you know what? I really feel they should, ha- should happen to them. I don't need to say. I'm sure you can imagine. I don't think a dollar should be spent on them. Once they're convicted, they should just be gone 
and I'll say that. I hope these 13 children survive and get to foster homes and grow up natural lives, but there's going to definitely be a lot of post-traumatic stress syndrome when it comes to these kids. There's no natural life, though, Buff. Like, that's what's sad about it. Like, this is why I'm on board with you about just getting rid of them, because what they did here, like, murder would be more humane to these children than what they've done to them, because Mm -hmm. no matter what, like, the whole quote-unquote crime is over, their punishment and torture is over, but like you said, the post-traumatic stress that these kids will endure for the rest of their lives will never end and i don't know how you repay that i don't know how as a human being you can you know rehabilitate yourself to where you don't belong uh in a correctional facility or you know on the planet i'm sorry like just get rid of them it's it's terrible there's no fixing that no fixing at all no fixing at all i think you know how do you um reform a abuser just um Oh, I know how to reform them. I, I would get 13 baseball bats and I put it in the hands of 13 children once they realized what went on. And I'd put them in a room with their parents and they could have a nice birthday party. No, I know. can't do that never, either. Never reform them. That would just murder them. Well, that would that would also that would also give those kids more post-traumatic stress because they would live with the idea that they had to beat someone to death. Seriously. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't trying to be funny. <laughs> I was trying to be horrific. It, it, it's just no, it's just it's just horrible. What do you do here? What do you do here? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay glued to this. I hope. Yeah. Anyway, I just I just pray for these kids. That's all I do. I pray for these kids. The, the parents, whatever. They're, they're gone. Now another situation. I don't mean whatever. Like throwing it down the tube. This is a yeah, horrific yeah. situation. My heart goes out to, to the these children. Mexico. You like going to Mexico, Sammy? I haven't been in a while, but when I went when I was younger, I loved it. There are beautiful places. I love going to Cabo, staying at you know some of those five star mm-hmm. resorts down there. Is but you know there's a lot of uh, crime down in Mexico, as we know, and I'm not saying that's the reason to build the wall that Trump is working on. Mexico reports the highest murder rate on record. Uh, last year, basically, there were 25,339 homicides. Murder wow. went up 23% from 2016. It's the wow. highest number of murders in Mexico since 1997. Uh, and of course, it's all drug related. It's all drug related. How do you feel about the wall? Forget tr- President Trump. Oh, God. How do you feel about the wall? the fucking wall. How do you? Well, really? okay, that's the way you feel about it. Okay. Hey, I like the wall. It's a pretty good record. Pink Floyd did it, right? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. I like that wall. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's an enormous waste of money trying to build a wall where in there's places that it's impossible to build a wall. Um, I don't know. Uh, Mexico is not paying for this fucking wall. Obviously, he wants the U.S. taxpayers to pay for the wall. He's wrapping it all up with the DACA, the Dreamers, and all the bullshit to get his wall. And he's negotiating to get his wall. Um, no wall is going to keep people out if they really want to fucking come in. No wall is high enough if someone really wants to come to this country. They'll fucking, they'll go under. They'll go over. They'll fucking fly and parachute in. They'll do whatever they have to do to get away from a bad situation. Um, it's a representation of racism to me, this wall. This wall isn't a good thing for America. This wall is like, you're Mexicans and you're staying over there and we're Americans and we're staying over here. Don't you come in. That's what it means to me. And I think it's disgusting. I'm sorry. Oh, I asked for your opinion. You gave it. <clears throat> Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, going back to going, going over to- another control? How about, sorry, some guards, some fucking checkpoints? You don't need to build this- fictitious wall and and i just think it's a bunch of bullshit he's pandering to his base again 
The people who, I'm sorry, whatever. I don't want to make a generalization. No, but. no. Thank you for your opinion. I asked Thanks. for it and you gave it. Now, uh, Nassar, the Olympic doctor, said that now you want to talk about a bad person okay you want to talk about creating post-traumatic stress syndrome in young children who are training to be olympic athletes a very tough subject now he got 175 years for his years and years and years of abuse but he is going to go back to court it looks like to face 57 more victims in michigan it looks like he's going back to court now i Everybody needs closure, and of course, he needs to be tried. They've already put him basically, as, as the judge said, he got a death sentence for his hundred uh, to max of 175 years. So here's my question: We know that he's a horrible human being. We know that personally, another man I feel should not be allowed to live. Okay, and we should not waste our tax dollars on my usual heavy opinion when it comes to a holes like this. We put him in trial again. We're going to spend millions and millions of dollars. And want to tack on another 100 years? He's already got a death sentence. So, but I guess that's just a court system. If they do it, they have to put him in trial. Yeah. Because each one of those other 50 something victims need their day in court. They They need need their day in court. Right. I I do agree. That guy, you are right. He will not survive because the minute that he goes to prison, any pedophiles get. Oh, he'll be in solitary, if anything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, he's going to go through stuff. There's no no question. Speaking of like a similar weird story with awful consequences, did you hear about the Mark Salling suicide? The kid from yes. Glee? Oh, yes. yeah, this is. Yeah. That they found child pornography on his computers and stuff? What was the deal? Like about? literally 500,000 images and videos of adolescents and children. Yeah, kids being, as low as three years old, like, I heard. Three years old. Yeah. So he was due um, either to serve his sentence or to be in court something in March. And um, people are, you know, assuming uh, that to avoid that situation, he killed himself. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're also comparing it to the other Glee star, Corey Monteith, who had uh, mental problems, depressive problems, and he had killed himself. So I was on social media yesterday and people are furious that they're combining the two suicides because one stems from getting away from doing something bad and one stems from not being able to control your, you know, the, the demons. The manic yeah. depressive, the manic depressive bipolar, whatever he was going through. Horrible. And depression and is, it, depression is one of the most horrific things in the world. I think we've all known people that suffer from chemical imbalances and depression. And when they're in that deep state, it breaks up families, it breaks up lives. Most of all, their lives are broken. Yeah. 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 So you can't really compare the two. If this man is, if he truly was a pedophile to the level that it seems that he may have been allegedly, bye. The other person, like you said, I understand. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, boy. Talking about a lot of people we want to see off the face of the earth today, okay? I know, it's crazy. And then also, not to bring this up, but how about the whole, like, rash of porn star suicides that have been happening I'm lately? not familiar with that. Uh, versus on that. And tell, tell us why you think that's happening. Well, there's been six or seven, I think, now adult stars that have passed away within several months from either doing harm to themselves or accidental overdoses. A lot of these girls are young, on the young side, early 20s. Um, A lot of them succumbed 
to pressures from social media, bullying, online bullying. One of them was a wonderful girl named August Ames. It actually makes me cry. And she was booked on a scene. This is several months ago. She was booked on a scene with a male performer. When she got there, they had swapped out the performer on her and they had replaced him with a guy that does currently does gay crossover porn. So she said, no, I don't want to have sex with this guy on camera. And she went to Twitter and was like, hey, whoever's taking my spot, God bless you. Thank you. On this shoot, they didn't tell me that the guy was a gay crossover star and just warning the future girl. Well, that created a backlash in the industry from gay performers, crossover performers, and everybody attacked her for her personal choice. In porn, you're you don't you're not expected to just fuck anybody that they present to you. You have choices. That's the entire part of porn is it empowers the person to make a personal choice about their body. So for the for the community to shame this one girl for what she chose not to do with her body literally caused her to take a rope, go to a park, and publicly hang herself yeah. while her husband was looking for her. So that's just one of the stories. Then there's another little girl named Olivia Nova who came through penthouses offices on a go see to be a pet. Beautiful girl, um, very young also, lived in Vegas. Her last tweets were she was alone over Christmas and just wanted fans to talk to. She turns up dead. So I think that it's as much about being young and entering an industry and not having full appreciation and of your self-worth and letting other people influence your opinion of yourself because you're not like, I'm 52 years old. I don't take anybody's bullshit now. When I was younger, I was more wanting to please and get the job and don't cause waves. And so I think these girls don't have enough good role models, hello, to talk to, to look up to, to share and converse with um, when they have a problem. So it's actually forced the adult community to come together in these times and reach like, there's another penthouse pet, I won't say her name. I was on Instagram the other day, call it a week ago. And you know, when you have your Instagram story, you can see like everybody's little videos. Yeah. Hers had a gun to her head with yeah. tears down. And I was like, uh, what? I reached out to her. Other people reached out to me because she's a pet, knowing that I would probably have a way to her. We found her. They put her in a 5150 hold in the hospital. She got out. She's now going to therapy. And it all stems from thinking that you have no choices. You have no options. You have no one that loves you. You have no one on your side. And everything and everyone is against you. And it's not just porn. It's every industry. It's every walk of life. But I think we're more under a microscope because these are public people um, that uh, live life publicly. So when bad shit happens, you get to see. So everybody needs to like, it's so funny. I'm going to say everyone needs to come together and love each other. Meanwhile, I just said a whole bunch of shit about Trump who I can't stand. So forget that part of me that hates that guy. But there is a part of me that extends love to all kinds of people that are in trouble and need. So of course, you have a huge heart, Sammy. And of course, let me ask you a question, you know, in the, in the, in the uh, Catholic diocese, you know, in the Catholic yeah. uh, church, 
there's a, uh, I'm sure it's still around, but there's a hospital outside Phoenix that is strictly there to treat uh, people, uh, priests and such, that have pedophilia issues. Yeah. Uh, yep. Have and you know if you watch the movie Spotlight, uh, which is mm -hmm. a great movie about a lot of them that got in trouble for you know trysts with boys and and like and all those horrible things that happened. I guess the porno industry is too widespread. And there's no, I don't know if there's a union to create some kind of a medical assistance for people. There that is, can go. it's called APAC. And oh, there it's is. a bunch of performers, yes, that have gotten together. Alana Evans is part of APAC, the other lady with the Donald Trump Stormy Daniels tryst. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So there is um, a resource for performers, and they are very vocal on Twitter and social media reaching out to people. Um, yeah. Well, at least there's something, but you know that's a tough industry, Sammy. I mean, they get in with with dreams and aspirations uh, to whatever level it might be to be in the porno industry. I'm not putting them down for that, but there's got to be a lot of psychological stress when you're basically having sex on screen and exposing your entire, you know, thing. You know, it's, like, it's kind of like being a dancer. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get myself through college, and I'm gonna pay my tuition, and yet turn out to 35 years old, and they're still in the same position because they never got out. Right. right. So th there's got to be a lot of issues, not putting the people in your industry down that they have to deal with, I would think. But see, and I think social media really bad. True enough. And I, there's also, I think, two type of people that are drawn to the adult industry. The ones that are hypersexual, that are um, extroverts. Uh, they they enjoy people watching them. Uh, they enjoy having sex like it's an art form. It's uh, they're making they're they're creating something beautiful. That is a very valid reason to be in this industry. Not everybody's hypersexual. Not everybody feels comfortable fucking on camera in front of people. That's why that is called a porn star. Right. Um, I'm not a neuroscientist. I don't feel comfortable opening up people's brains and tinkering around. That's called, an, you know what I mean? So everybody has what they're good at. Right. Then there are other people that are drawn to this industry for not the right reason. They want to get away from their parents. Uh, they want to move away from home. They want to make money. They the runaways, uh, runaways, 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 right. runaways. So uh, they want to be independent. Uh, uh, they it's something that they've wanted to explore, but they don't know how deep they want to get into it. And then they realize that there are consequences to these actions. Their parents turn against them. Family and friends turn against them. You know, if you ask a lot of adult stars, how does your family feel about it? It would probably be half and half they're totally fine and or they don't talk to me. So when you're young and you make this decision to jump into this industry and then your family turns their back on you, then people on social media are being mean to you, then you think, who the fuck do I have? Right. So I think that's where that rash and wave of people harming themselves in this industry is coming from. And I think it's a lot of the younger girls again. So I think that's why it's our responsibility. Anybody older, watching listening to us you got to reach out to the ones that you think are in trouble or that you think need you it's our responsibility very, don't you guys very, do the same thing with like fighters like new ones coming up or whatever don't you like mentor big brother help advise if they ever turn to you me personally absolutely i've done it for years i won't yep. name names they have my phone number i have a lot of different friends but i talk to them you know, like, especially after, oh, what a beautiful, what's, what's your kitty's name? This one's Dante. Oh, it's beautiful. Dante's Dude. in Fono. Is that a calico? Um, he is a tuxedo cat. Tuxedo, oh, 
Maybe I, that's kind of perfect for me, I guess. Uh, you need a tuxedo cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm always willing to be a mentor, uh, whether it's how to, you know, be a role model to your fans, uh, maybe even after a loss. I've consoled many a fighter after a loss where I've seen him oh. in the hotel um, because this is their world. This is their dream, you know, so I'm always willing to do that. I, I, I'm just always willing to do that for a lot of people. I personally feel I have a big heart and sometimes I put other people before I put myself, but it's just yes. my nature. It's who I am and I can't get away from who I am. Very well put, Sammy. Um, let's go into a few collectibles, and then we're going to talk about a big subject this weekend, which, of course, is the Super Bowl. Ah! Uh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, some interesting collectibles came up for sale. This is this is not weird. This is another example of what I tell you. Don't throw stuff away, even though it's slightly horrific itself. Adolf Hitler's 1926. This is before he became Chancellor of Germany and did all he did. And remember, when he took over, Germany was in a depression. He put him out, but then he turned into the horrific most horrible man, one of the most horrible men in history for everything that he did. His 1926 tax return, a piece of paper, his tax return is up for auction and they expect it to uh, fetch $125,000, this piece of paper. Very interesting. That's Boo. number one. We've talked about this. There's no, I, no way I, I could, I, you couldn't pay I, me that I much would. money to have that in my house. I would not collect that. And I collect a lot of, uh, German military from World War II and before, Brian, my brother, being an amazing collector, myself, very, very uh, astute collector, uh, but that's years and years and years of training and very profitable. This is something I would never put my hands on. I have no interest in it. Uh, next up, Kim and Kanye will have more money than God, of course. TJ, you'll appreciate this. You'll appreciate this. Um, they spent $2 million, okay? $2 million for buying the Beatles uh, re recording console, the console wow. that they recorded in their studio. Wow. So they now have this console, the full studio equipment. They spent $2 million on it. I think that's a very cool purchase personally. Yeah. I, like I mean, that. if now, I had that kind of money lying around, uh, we'd produce yeah. this podcast on that console every week. <laughs> now there's these weird things that get sold. I think Britney Spears had a tissue that she blew her nose into that sold for like $1,500 on eBay one time. Uh, the uh, Houston 500 girl, uh, Houston, whatever. Houston. Her name's Houston. Yeah, she had the vaginal plasty done, and she sold her the lips, lips. the lips in the in the jar. Sold for to, like fifty. To the um to Dennis Hoff at the Bunny Ranch. And That's the guy that bought it. Yeah, and they're on the wall of the Bunny Ranch. They're encased in lucite, you know, like a paperweight. Yeah. But it's like a shark mouth. You know, when you mount a shark mouth. Uh huh. Yeah, I got it, Sam. Sammy, yeah. <laughs> I got it. Hey, we should have him on the show one time. That'd be an interesting <laughs> yeah, we can get him. He's awesome. Yeah. Can you I'll set it up? Him. Can you set it up? Yeah. Let's do it yeah. next month. Yeah, let's get okay. it on. Okay. okay. Not let's get it on. Let's get him on. That's what I meant. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I can okay. get it on for you. Yeah, I know you can. Trust me. <laughs> All right. So then the last thing on the collectible end. Uh, so with that being said, a used paper cup. It was once used by Elvis Presley, a paper cup, like a like a Dixie cup in a water dispenser machine with a note of the time that it was used and the date uh, just sold for a winning bid of three thousand dollars that he drank that he drank out of 60 years ago. Wow. Watch your collectibles, folk, ev folks. Everything's worth something. That's pretty crazy. But it's got to be documented that you can't just say you have it. It's got to be documented. OK, let's talk about the big news. 
Before I get into who I'm for, which I think you already know, the Philadelphia Eagles are in the Super Bowl for the first time since 2000, when there wasn't even a Super Bowl. At, excuse me. So they've, the last time they won a championship was 1960, and there wasn't the Super Bowl then. The last time they were in the Super Bowl, which was against the New England Patriots, was in the year 2000, which mm-hmm. they lost, if I'm correct in this. Now they are in the Super Bowl, minus Wentz, who probably would have gone on to win the Super Bowl. Foles is their quarterback. I'm going to give the pick of the year. I have not lost a game in the entire playoff season. I have won every playoff game. I have only lost one Super Bowl in 13 years, and that's because Charles Barkley, my buddy, convinced me to go the other way, and that was after he had a night of losing at the uh, at the roulette table. You never <laughs> listen to a loser when they have those kind of things happen. But Charles Barkley's a great guy. I don't mean he's a loser. He's a winner. He's a big winner. Yeah. I changed my bet. I lost. I lost it. Okay. So with that being said, who's your Super Bowl pick? And F your you Eagles. F your Eagles. F your Eagles. F your Eagles. Whoa. F them. Whoa. And they're stupid. Sorry, Whoa. I allowed myself to okay. become a Vikings fan for four quarters, and I was an idiot wow. for doing so. F my Eagles. Are you that much? I, I'm a fan of the Patriots too, guys. I'm a fan of the Patriots. I tried to get on the field at the playoff game when I was in Boston. Uh, the owner, Bob Kraft's son, was nice enough to offer me two tickets to sit in the in the booth with them. Since I was going to be on the field, I decided to fly home and watch it with my family at my house, which was great. Okay. TJ, F, you're F that your much Eagles, of it. F your Eagles. I oh. hope they win the Super Bowl, though, because I don't want the Patriots to win. So, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Fly, F my Eagles. Yeah. I hope they win the hey, Super Bowl. Hey, why, why this? What is hey, hey what is this? I'm just mad at them for beating the Vikings, okay? Oh, but you don't even like the Vikings. You put them down I all the time. I told you I'm a fan of the Vikings when they make it to the NFC Championship game. The way that they beat Not the New Orleans Saints, my God. I was a Vikings fan for the next four quarters. I should have never got on the bandwagon. Okay. That's that's well put. F your Eagles. Got it. Got it. Sammy, I know you won't say yeah. If you'll say it another way, please, I hope you're for the Eagles so I don't have to hear you rant on an F-bomb. Go. I love the Eagles. Oh, thank God. Thank God. (laughs) Hey, Sammy, I heard Trump's an Eagles fan. (gasps) Fuck that fucking team. There's already Eagles. There's already Eagles that have come out and already said they will not go to the White House. There's already been one or two that have said. I love fucking Eagles. You go, Eagles. All right. I'm going to give you now, for those of you that go to Vegas or make bets with your friends and make your bets. I'm going to give you the key bets this weekend, okay? Oh, give it. Give it to us. Heads in the, the coin flip. Op- heads, heads. <laughs> the line opened up at the Eagles plus five and a half points, okay? I grabbed it. I've got the Eagles at plus five and a half and six points. <clears throat> I took them in the same. Uh, the what Eagles is Sammy the doing? What half. are you doing, Sammy? I'm trying to get a bed. I'm taking oh, a selfie. You a- oh, Go Keep going. You, you're adjusting the bombs for a selfie? Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and finish. We want to watch. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. At least you didn't go <laughs> like this. At least you didn't do this. Oh, the duck lip. I hate when they do that. God, the <laughs> duck lip. Jeez. <laughs> I have this one friend of mine. I will not mention her name. I we, We've dated. She's beautiful. And I look at her Instagram. Every time she's in a picture posing, her head is always... It doesn't matter oh, what she's doing. The head terrible. is... Every picture. I'm zoomed Sammy, in on Sammy right now. Stop selfie, Sammy. I have to take. I have to take like a hundred to find one I like. All right. Well, it looks like you already did about thirty. So keep going. Okay. Here's the deal, guys. 
currently the line on the Super Bowl. I'm going to give it to you right now because it changes uh, with the betting action. But uh, the one I said, the money line bet is where you don't take the points. You just bet. You just say that we're going to win out, right? And if you do that, you'll win um, $168 for every hundred you bet. If you take the odds, which is now, wow. Wow, I knew it was going to drop. The money is going on the Eagles. People are betting it. Now it's down to the Eagles plus four and a half points. It's gone mm-hmm. down a whole full point. That's a lot of betting shift. A lot of betting shift. Go Eagles. I, again, I'm just giving Let you my opinion. You. We'll celebrate. When- Brian, Brian, this means the world to Brian. This means the world to me. We're from Philadelphia. Okay? This is big for us. So I'm from Philadelphia. You live there for a minute. That is my hometown. I lived there for almost nine years in my, as a kid before I moved to Malibu and Texas. I was born in Oklahoma. You're, I was there for nine months. I can't consider oh, – I consider your my, formative my years were spent in Malibu, Buff. Come on now. That's my formative years, but my family, my relatives, all my Italian friends and relatives are in Philadelphia. My mother was born there. My brother was born there. My other brother was born there. It means too much. That, in my world, is my hometown. Go, Sammy. Um, okay, so a betting question. So if you already put your bet in before that line changed, your bet is at a different level than if you no, bet it now? No, it's at whatever you bet it at. Whatever you bet at the time, it stays there. They can't change the bet. Okay. That's why I when the bet you came out. Here. Yeah, I bought it. I, I got it 5.5 plus 5.5 points, and I bought it up to another bet to 6 points, where you got to pay a little extra percentage to the Vegas book uh, books that make the bets. And then I put the money line where there's no points. It's just they'll win. Those right. are my bets. And that's why sometimes any- when there's like drastic line changes, you can bet on both sides and come out ahead no matter what. John Anik told me to make a money line bet on the, the Patriots to offset a loss. Mm-hmm. I'm not that way. I put however much money I put on, which is a couple of lunches, believe me. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jinx my bet. I'm not gonna put money on on Patriots. I'm all Eagles. All well, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sorry to cut you off, Sammy. Go ahead. That's okay. That's okay. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I, I was just gonna say, Anik will probably put money on the Eagles like crazy because he feels that he can buy his team a Super Bowl. Obviously, he's a Patriots fan, so I'm sure he's Huge. put the 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 farm on the Eagles to ensure another Tom Brady victory. I don't know. You know, John is is a, such a New England Patriots fan and totally understandable. He's from Boston. Um, he hasn't mentioned to me where his money has gone. And we all know that John Attic has definitely got a little money. It's on gone the to the Eagles. Last year, the entire game, he kept putting money on the Falcons to, to fail. And he kept putting money on the Falcons to win. And uh, the Falcons finally failed him. And uh, he got a Super Bowl win. So that's what he does. If, if, he, if he wants his team to win, which are the Patriots, he will load up money on the op- uh, opposing team. Well, load up money, but not not ridiculously put thousands of dollars. If you want the other team to win, you're 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 throwing he your money out. He put hundreds of dollars on the Falcons mid-game live betting last year, and okay. watched them collapse, and was so happy that he lost all his money. You know who our guest is next week when the Eagles win the Super Bowl? We're going to rub it in, John. I'm I'm putting the sand on. I'm putting in the sand in. I want John. I want John Anik on the show next week. Yeah, and Eagles. he'll have a boatload of money because he'll put all the money on the Eagles, so he'll be happy. All right, Sammy. What we've been trying to say for the last forty-five seconds? Yeah. Can you do parlays with? Yes. Okay. The Are parlay you to make. I've, I already did. And here's the, if you want to know my bet, yeah. I bet because you have two teams. Here's the thing. Defense wins Super Bowls. Okay. Now here's the reason that in the calculations that I've made, I always go for the best defense on the championship games. The Philadelphia defense demolished 
TJ's Minnesota Vikings, who was the number one defense in the NFL, they kept Minnesota scoring less than 10 points, as they also kept the previous playoff game uh, opponent to less than 10 points, and they have held opponents to less than 10 points five times during the regular season, but they've done it back-to-back in the playoff games. F the Eagles. Foles, right. No, not right. (laughs) F you. F you. Okay, so now... Nick Foles, who took over for Carson Wentz, who was just amazing, um, his timing was off with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they won because the defense really pulled through in that game. But his timing was incredible with the Minnesota Vikings. He played a game like Tom Brady plays on his best day. That means his timing, and he's in sync with his offense. Another reason the Eagles will win. The Eagles will win because their defensive front four is so strong. They don't have a lot of sacks but they apply a tremendous amount of pressure. Tom Brady is a quarterback that when he takes the hike, he steps back into the pocket and stays there, right? This front four is going to create so much pressure, and Tom, who I love as a quarterback and and as an athlete, is not mobile enough to get out of that pocket during three hours of football, okay? They are going to wreak havoc on the the New England Patriots. It's in uh, uh, an area that is not either one's hometown. It's the Super Bowl. Eagles, Eagles, you know Eagles, you know and the, the Eagles—it's in Minnesota, yeah, in Minneapolis, yeah. which you thought the Vikings by poetry and kismet would be there, but they—they they lost. F them. So hey! now, with with sorry, we're throwing f bombs out. That's just the way it is. So I I respect everybody. You know that, TJ. We're playing. So now the bet to make when you ask me, Sammy, on a parlay is you bet the Eagles plus the well now it's four and a half points to the over. And on a parlay, you can shave those things. So get bet the lowest. You have a chance to change your bet. Maybe you can get the Eagles plus six and the parlay of the over down. Just do that. Make your bet. That's a very good parlay bet per me. Now, if you lose and everything happens, don't come crying to me because, quite <laughs> frankly, I might not be paying the mortgage next month if I lose this Sunday. Just kidding, but you know what I'm saying. Okay? And I just guess I can afford to take you out to dinner if I win, Sammy. I'll take you oh, and Brian. Great. You come down and Brian and you and I will all go out to a really great, I know, a great sushi restaurant I just discovered near my place. We'll go have some fun. Hey, we need to start making some plans because coming up here on May 20-something, I know it's going to be your birthday, but uh, it's also the 10-year anniversary of It's Time Radio, and we should do a podcast broadcast somewhere important. Why don't, we do, a bro- why don't we do a broadcast here at, at Buffer Manor? I said somewhere special, not boring and at home. Oh, I want to see Buffer Manor. My God! Did I just hear that from my co-host of ten years? She just wa- she wants to see something other than the bedroom. I think. No, oh, I yeah. guess Sammy, you haven't even been to my house either. Oh, this is crazy. That's what I'm saying. I have not been to your new digs. You go to my brother's house and you don't come to my house, and right. I live well, what six blocks away. What is there something I don't know here? No, no. Brian and Sammy are very good friends. They're very good we're friends. pals. No, but They're you pals. never. Brian invites me over. You never invite me over. God damn, that's true. Okay, you have an invitation. You have an invitation. Oh. I go to Australia next Wednesday. I'm back on Monday. I'm home for two weeks. Sammy, you pick the day. We're meeting here, and I'm taking you and Brian out to dinner. All right, how about this, okay. Buff, Buff? Can we do the 10-year anniversary show pre-poker poker game? Oh. Uh, oh, you mean a poker game in my house? Let, let's do the, the 10-year anniversary show right before a poker game. Fine. Yeah. Fine. No problem. That'd be a Monday. And you'll Dude, cover my buy-in. Perfect. Are you going to cover my buy-in, too? At my game? I don't think so. Okay, but I'll okay, make a special night where we have a nice little proper buy-in. 
and I'll cover your buy-in if we have a little tourney at the house. How's that? There we go. Okay. I love it. Oreos, of course. But Oreos not not my line. not my normal game. Okay, no, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> that could be very dangerous for me. <laughs> too much buy-in. <laughs> uh, yeah, too much buying in. If you know what I'm saying. All right, everybody. Sammy, we're yeah. gonna close out the show. Let everybody know what's happening with Sammy Phillips. Oh well, there you go. Um, if you want to see more of my opinions on the Twitter, feel free to follow me. The Single Life. Sam's Pajama Party is my Instagram. I have lots of pictures of penthouse pets and actual four-legged pets. Um, and then <laughs> Facebook is where I'm most interactive with people. And it's uh, Sammy Phillips, S-A-M-M-Y. Or just do Facebook.com, The Real Sam Phillips. You'll find me. Sammy, do you curse on social media? Of course. Are you fucking kidding? Yes. Okay, thank you for the answer. That was an honest one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you write F on your, you, you write curse words in your posts? How fuck yeah. I think I came out of my mother's vagina cursing. Like what, yeah, I, what's I, the I, F up, doc? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fuck! Like that was me being born. It was not like, wah. You're it like, F, I'm ah! hungry. F, I'm cold. F, I need this. You know, F, I forgot to put the disclaimer at the top of the show. Ouch. F it. F it. Ouch. Oh geez, I gotta put in the promo. We're gonna do a show promo at the end of the show. Please don't, please don't leave us, Sammy. You need it for a couple more minutes. TJ, go. TJ, go. Uh, hey, coming up next week in Pensacola, Florida, I'll be calling Roy Jones Jr.'s final boxing match. You can watch it live, and uh, it's all part of your UFC Fight Pass subscription. The biggest no-brainer in all of combat sports. Go sign up. Seven-day free trial awaits you right now at UFCFightPass.com. Uh, also, patreon.com forward slash between rounds. Get all my uh, other podcasts featuring Jordan Breen, uh, myself, Jeff Sherwood, a uh, bunch of stuff over there. Patreon.com forward slash between rounds. Very cool. Uh, for me, I will not be in Melbourne, Brazil this weekend. As I said at the top of the show, I will see everybody in Australia, but I'll be talking to you about that next week during the show. Um, a lot of things happening with me, some things I cannot talk about. I've got a big music thing happening, Sammy. I'll tell you off the air. I'm Ooh. just going to tease the audience, all right? Hi. And um, I want to say uh, I was very proud of my boy, Rupert. He's going to be 10 years old February 18th. I took him to his very first jiu-jitsu class last night. He was like a fish to water, training with Ricardo Rosa at the Cron Gracie Gym here in Culver City, California. I had tears in my eyes watching my boy out there doing his thing. I hope he really likes it, which he did and continues, because by the time he's 12, I pity the fool that's going to put their hands on this kid. So, and he's just such a great kid. And Henry will probably follow soon. It was such a great experience last night. I posted it on my social media. Um, the other thing is, an interesting thing happened while I was at the class. I was talking with a, with one of Mark Wahlberg's managers who worked with him named Jamal in Aquawater and the Wahlberger chain that they have. And he said, oh, I got to go meet with Michael Strahan. I said, tell Michael, I said, hi, I'm in the jiu-jitsu class. I get a FaceTime call. Who's calling me? Michael Strahan on FaceTime which was great. He's wow. a great guy. And he's been on the show. So we went outside, chit-chatted. I really admire this man, what he's accomplished. This is one of the busiest. He's like The Rock. He's like Dwayne's, yeah. and he's like Michael. When do these guys stop swimming in the water? They just don't stop, Never. which is very cool mentors and, and cool, uh, cool people to, to admire, in my opinion. With that being said, everybody treat everybody around you with respect. Sammy, I love you. Love you very I much. And thank you for coming on the show. Let's work on getting the guests that you talked about next week. Okay, yeah. we'll try to get him on. Dinner's on me when you come down here. If you ever care to maybe say hi to me when you come down here. TJ, you're always invited over to the house. If you ever care to come to Buffer Manor, 
Nobody wants to come see me. Let's you see live on the happens. other side of the planet from me now. I'm all you like in the Inland anyone. Empire. Listen, according to Eddie Bravo, if you get near my house, you fall off the edge. Okay? So it's not that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't get any better than that. We love yep. you, Edgy Bra. You can stop at my house, Eddie. You're safe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, treat everybody around you with a little bit of All right, everybody, treat everybody around you with respect. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Be positive. Set your goals. Write them down. Pick your path in life. Be the best you can be. Why? It's always time to win. And that's what we talk about in this time radio. It's time to win to be the best you can be. Thank you, everybody. Love all of you listeners around the world. We'll be back next week. I'll see you in Australia next week. Sammy, I love you. That TJ, I love you. <laughs> and I love everybody else. Bye. Buffer out. Cheers. Bye. Yay. <sighs> Sorry I'm late, everyone. It's all right. The meeting's just getting started. Are you in your closet? Yeah, it's the quietest place. <laughs> ah, not the roomiest, though. Getting closer with your closet these days? That a uh, dinosaur costume behind you? What? No. <laughs> the Container Store's custom closet sale is here to help with up to 25% off closet systems and free virtual in-home closet design. Who wants Sean to put on the dino suit? Really, guys? The Container Store, where space comes from. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal.